This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on Old Dan again at this time. And uh, we're happy to have you folks uh, listening in wherever you are, maybe scattered out all over the country or even in the world. We have folks who listen in Northern Ireland, Sweden, Germany, different places like that, Philippine Island. And because of the Internet, we're able to do that. And if you don't have a, a, a listing of all of our services and how to get on the Internet, you write me. Call me. I'll be glad to put you in touch with that. But our website is radiomissions.org, and you can go there and find out much information about the old Trailblazer broadcast and other ministries that we have here at Radio Mission. But we're bringing you this series of studies now on the on the home, and we looked there for, at the first home where the Lord had, had created Adam and then gave him Eve as a helpmeet. And now, today... We, we began there in our last study. We didn't get started very good. And uh, we're looking at the man ahead of the home. I, I believe it's going be an interesting study for you. And I know it's uh, informative. Maybe you're not aware of what the Lord uh, requires of you and me, uh, husbands and wives, to be where, where our places are in our home. But we were looking there in our last study. We read you three or four verses of Scripture. And I want to go back and reread those again before we get started. In uh, 1 Corinthians 14, we found, Let the woman keep silence in the churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law. Then we turn over to Ephesians 5, 22 and 23, Wives, submit yourself unto your own husbands as unto the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife. I'm, I want to go slowly here. And then we saw in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 2, let the woman in silence, let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. But I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. You see there, my friend, this truth comes, comes through the Bible, that in the restored home, man is the head. God has placed him there. And I'll grant you that in many cases, uh, I have, I find we have some sorry heads, don't you? I do. I found, I mentioned that in our last study, we have some wimps. I, I heard an expression on the radio the other day on a talk show I listened to, and I hadn't heard it before, talking about dumbing down uh, the husbands of our country, dumbing down the men. Uh, and I, I, I know this man was being facetious maybe, but the truth is still there, let's face it. Now, in Titus 2, we find these words in talking about the woman's place in the home. The Apostle Paul, many of us, uh, what we call, uh, swear by the Apostle Paul. Oh, if the Apostle Paul said it, I believe it. Well, you listen. That they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husband, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Now, that's, that's, that's God's word, my friend. That's in Titus chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. And I want to call your attention to that phrase. That's where we stopped in our last study. That phrase, obedient to their own husband, which brings out the thought that the husband is the head of the home. It's so, that's so plain to me, so simple, so enlightened, that I have no trouble believing that. Now, let's turn to First Peter Chapter 3, likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husband, that if any obey not the word, 
they may also without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. Do you understand that, my lady friend, my woman friend? Do you understand what he said here? If any obey not the word, if your husband is not saved, if he's not a, a Christian, if he's not a believer, if he's not a child of God, now listen to what it says, that they may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. You don't have to drag them down to church. You don't have to do all those things that people think will work. You just live in front of your husband as a godly woman, obeying the word of God, speaking in kindness and love and praying. That's a part of it, my friend. And then then I want to follow up with that other next next verse there in First Peter. For he says, For after this manner in the old time, the holy women also who trusted in God adorned themselves, being in subjection unto their own husband, even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. Now, I know that was uh, part of the time, though, there, calling the man Lord, and I've, I've, I, I don't have any trouble with that. I don't think you'll find that anywhere now, the wife calling her husband Lord. But she could be uh, in, in subjection to him. She could be obedient to him. But we've, uh, we've given you these scriptures throughout the Word of God, showing you that man is the head of the home. Now, let's look back. What a responsibility. So many times after I've performed a wedding ceremony, folks have turned to that husband and said, all right, fella, you got a new boss now. You'll have to walk a chalk line. Now, I've heard that. I've heard that, my friend. And I mentioned to you in a study last week or two that I, I spoke to one of a friend of mine one day. He said he had to get up and go because the old lady was waiting on him. I said, my friend, don't call your wife your old lady. Don't call her that. She's not your old lady. She's your wife. She's the wife of your bosom. I think we have drifted so far away from what God's Word says that we're, we're just almost, almost past the point of no return, my friend. But what a responsibility. What a terrible thing to say. You've got a new boss now. What a perverted situation. A wrong concept of the average individual has of the home and the place of the husband in the home. The average individual whom I know today has no concept of what the Bible teaches about the responsibility and the place of the husband as the head of his home. The Lord God of heaven placed the man, has placed the man in that responsible position, and God is holding you responsible for every action of your home, whether it good or evil. Now, I mentioned in our study a week or so ago, I got off onto this related subject about the children in the home and uh, not obeying. And, uh, and I, I mentioned, and I believe it's a truth that we can't deny. I believe, Dad, if, you, if your children are not brought up properly in the admonition of the Lord, if they're not, if they're not taught to obey you, your, your wife, the school teacher, the school principal, I believe that you'll be held responsible if they go to hell. Now, I know they do. And I've often made the statement here on this broadcast that I believe, and I believe this sincerely, that every individual, young man or young woman now, that gets out of high school or maybe drops out of high school, that they ought to be mandatory 
to spend a year, maybe two, in the armed service, some branch of the armed service, because the first thing they'll learn to do is to say, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. Regardless who the commanding officer is, who their uh, duty officer is, it takes them through boot camp. They will learn to say, yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. And that goes a long way in becoming a, a, an individual who is uh, obedient unto those who have the rule over him. Now, I know, I know in the business world, we have, we have young men come into our office where I used to manage, and now my son runs it, and others. And they tell me, these young men coming there, some of them have dropped out of high school, and they're looking for a job. And they come in there with their pants hanging down below their behind. They come in there with an ear bob in each ear. One young man came in looking for a job. He had a, a ring in his ear and one in his nose and one with a little gold chain between his ear and his nose. Now, my friend, this is one of the things that we're seeing because the dad has shirked his responsibility and has not told that young man what he has to do to get a job. He may have been an excellent worker. I'm not sure. But it turns you off to see a guy like that, a man, a young man. And I, I know because I was there 40 years. Back when I was running the business, it wasn't degraded like it is now. But it's so bad now that you just can hardly find a young man, a young woman, looking for a job that has any respect for their elders, has any respect for their boss, and, and they, they, they don't know how to say yes, sir, or no, sir. And uh, I, I told you this little occasion, I may repeat it, this young woman called me one day, one of these telemarketers, and uh, when, she, when I answered the phone, she said, Albert. And I said, ma'am. She said, is Albert there? I said, well, ma'am, I'm, I'm Pastor Albert Pendarvis. What what's you need? She said, well, I'm calling about something, so and so and so and so. I said, well, honey, how old are you? She said, I'm 23. I said, you got a college education? Yes, sir. I said, well, you do this for a living, don't you? Make these calls? She said, I do. I said, well, let me give you some advice. When you call somebody like myself, you don't know who they are. Would you say Mr. So-and-so? To you, I'm Pastor Pendarvis, or I'm Mr. Pendarvis. It's for your benefit I'm telling you this, not mine. But my friend, there has to be a, some respect there. How can you sell somebody something and call them by their first name? My, I, I'd call my dad by his first name. He'd have knocked me sideways. I don't put up with it. I don't. No, sir. I asked him, Where, where's your respect? But she, she thanked me. I, I, th I felt good after I got off the phone because she thanked me. She said, well, I appreciate you telling me this. But, my friend, that's what we're missing. We're, we're missing because the dad is the head of the home, but oftentimes he don't, uh, he don't fulfill his duties by teaching his children. And, uh, but the Lord God of heaven has placed man in that responsible position and God is holding him responsible for every action, whether it's good or evil. And listen, if that boy, that young man, that young woman goes out into the world with that kind of a spirit, that kind of an attitude, that kind of a dress in his clothes, and, and never never comes to know the Lord, my, my friend, you're going to be responsible. You say, well, how, that's not fair. Yes, it is. The Lord gives you uh, instructions. And we're going to get into that a little later. We're going to do that. But a man's, a man's wife and children are either blessed or cursed by the, by the father's action. When a woman stands at the marriage altar and gives her hand in marriage to that man, she has forsaken her home for him. She has left everything. She takes him, his name. She becomes identified with him 
in every particular, and they become one flesh. Now, my friends, I know that this is not a popular doctrine, is not a popular uh, statement that I'm making, but our homes are wrecked and ruined because we have gotten away from the old paths, the old truths of God's word, and we have let our children uh, go to the go go hit the bushes, my friend, without any instructions. And I know, I know what's going on out there. I know exactly what I see it. I, I observe. I observe those things, my friend, and my heart's grieved because our young people are not being taught. They're not. They, they come to school with the the boys do with their pants hanging down by below their behind, and the girls with dresses up to their almost to their middle, and, uh, and they, they see nothing wrong with that, my friend. But it's all a part of growing up in the in the wrong way. And old trailblazer is going to be with you here till the time go, runs out. Uh, day in and day out on this station, other station, and I wish you would write me. Tell me what you think. You call me, write me. Give me your what, what, how you feel. Are you are you are you bringing your children up in the right way? Is your wife in submission to you, my husband, friend? But if you would write me, let me hear from you. Pray for me and help me with this broadcast if you possibly can. Remember my mailing address: the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box eighteen ten, Walker, Louisiana seven zero seven eight five, and. We'll be back tomorrow with another message from God's Word. Goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.